Welcome to Beware of Strangers with your host, Gary Walker. Welcome to Beware of Strangers. My name is Gary and I'm your host. If this is your first time listening, Beware of Strangers is a podcast where we scour the internet on message boards, social media, and comment sections, and we try to find a stranger to come and talk to us on the show for 30 minutes. Um, There is no criteria, no format, or anything like that. Literally anyone can be a guest on Beware of Strangers. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest, please go to bewareofstrangers.com, hit the link that says be a guest, fill out the form, and we can get you on the show. We'll take a quick commercial break here before we get started, and then we will dive right into our guest. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. And we are recording. Welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Gary. May I have your name, sir? Tyler. Tyler, thank you very much for being on the show, Tyler. I really appreciate it. Man, no problem. What can you do on a quarantine day, right? <laughs> right on, man. So normally I um, I start off the show just I ask my guest, uh, how old are you, Tyler? I am actually 28. 28. All right. And what is it that you do for a living, sir? I work full-time at a production company, and I also work part-time as a uh, content creator for a marketing agency in the state of Wisconsin. Oh, nice. So you just get to be creative pretty much all day? Pretty much all day. Um, Right now, there's not much content to do because of the social distancing order. Um, Mm -hmm. But most of my content I can do from home because I have my own uh, recording not recording station. <laughs> uh, it's actually a video production and a voiceover production. Oh, nice. So you just got like a setup at the house. What, uh, using a Mac or PC or what? Uh, it's a uh, PC. Um, nice. It's a, yeah, it's pretty powerful. It's actually a gaming computer, but mostly use it for the video rendering and uh, production. Yeah, that's what I do, man. I do all my, um, I got little little YouTube stuff that I do here and there. And, and of course, the podcast stuff that, that I do here and there. And, I just use my gaming PC, man. It's already like a beast, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're a beast compared to me. I have like three monitors and an audio sound system and cameras all over the place. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not there yet. I just got the two monitors, man. I thought about doing like, because um, one of my monitors is like the Curve, and I, I like it, but I don't like it for like my main setup. So I, I thought about doing like the three on the bottom and then just putting the Curve up top. One day we'll get there. One day, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually at the, uh, I got three 24-inch monitors, and they're all standing side by side, and it kind of looks like a gaming system, but it's, you know, it's just a standard standard stuff with high definition, so it uh, gets the job done for me. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So you just make videos all day for, um, you said content creation, is it mostly videos, or what all are you doing? Mostly videos for the um the marketing agency also for podcasters. So yes, I, uh, I am well known a little bit with podcasting, um, but I'm actually the visual reference guy. So that's why I say I'm a content creator for the, the agency. Um, it's actually edge marketing and media in the state of Wisconsin. Um, we distribute, produce and create content for clients, uh, in the state and, and around the whole U S to make yeah. content. And, and what I do is, make video animation loops, uh, logo videos, and little short teaser videos, mostly for Instagram, YouTube, and their social media pages on Facebook. So kind of, I'm kind of in that YouTube era, but I kind of do stuff for the uh, podcasters. Yeah, that, that explains why when, um, 
you asked if it was video or audio. I said just audio. You're like, man, you need some videos, bro. <laughs> yeah, because um, it does put a face to uh, everybody that does a podcast show. Um, mm-hmm. But when I was talking to you earlier about doing like one minute, two minute teasers, it usually pulls in and engages everybody to like, oh, my God, I need to hear more. Or I need to see more of their show. I'm like, and that's where uh, video content is really helping with the podcast industry, too. Yeah, true, man. But also at the same time, like on the flip side of that, I feel like podcasting is um, part of its appeal is that, you know, some people are camera shy and don't like to be on on camera. I mean, I don't care. I'm all over YouTube. I don't give a fuck myself. But like (laughs) some people don't want to do that and podcasting would appeal to them. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, I guess what got me my background into not being shy, talking on a microphone, being on camera, um, started as a mobile DJ. That's how I got my uh, microphone etiquette into uh, style. So I've been DJing for 14 years um, since high school. Oh, nice. And and then what turned into a small business back in 2011 for me independently, then turned into YouTube vlogging and then started seeing YouTubers, I guess some icons um, like uh, social media via Vine, you know, like King Botch and... uh, um, the magician on Instagram, I can't f- remember his name. And then, uh, my most number one, like Casey Neistat, uh, those are probably influencers on my, uh, aspect, but in the state of Wisconsin, I started noticing some uprising YouTubers in this area, but we don't have a collaboration sort of thing, mm-hmm. but we had this, uh, hashtag MKE, uh, meetup group, uh, usually every Thursday of the second week of the month. So usually, uh, there's a different widespread of social media and like instagram podcasting video social networking and it's a great way to meet new people too just to get out of your comfort zone and yeah (laughs) it sucks man because this year this year is like the um i I had all these big plans i'm like i'm gonna start out the year i'm gonna go to a podcast convention in january i'm gonna i'm gonna you know actually go around and meet people and do shit and it's like no you're not going anywhere yeah, I mean, right now the social distancing is dampering our one-on-one, you know, m- meeting in person. Mm-hmm. But with the technology today, you know, Zoom and Skype are the they're the top two right now in the industry. It's just as long as the internet doesn't go out, I think we're good. We'll we'll, we'll be fine. If the internet goes, man, I think it's going to be horrible. I I hear you on that totally. So what's it like? And uh, you said you're from you're in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, I'm generally in the What's... the city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, oh, okay. So it is kind of eerie and quiet on some parts. Um, mm-hmm. Some people have the positive positive marks, and some people kind of feel the negative marks. But in the city of Wisconsin or Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is just from my view. This is not like you know, like as a influence or anything like that. Just from my point of view, some people. Do you get kind of scared of the pandemic? But on mm-hmm. my personal view, you know, if you if you're thankful that you still have a job that is essential, be thankful for it. Cause Absolutely, you know, then man. you you can still make money and just enough to pay bills. Of course, some businesses are allowing, you know, a cut on a monthly payment or two. Uh, I know some big car companies are doing 
like a six month turnaround, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Please don't quote me on that out there. Public. Shout out to my car company. Shout out <laughs> to the people who own my, my car loan because they gave me deferred for four months. Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you, we're, man. <laughs> we're still trying to, you know, see what we can do too on our end. Um, look, thank God that my other full-time job, I really don't want to talk about it because last time I did that, I got in trouble at the job. I was just saying, yeah, I, I, I try to stay from that third too. shift production. That's all I'm going to go far with it. Um, all right. I'm thankful I still have that job because, uh, we're only pulling in 40 hours max each week. And, uh, a week before Easter, they took away our holiday pay. So it kind of mm. put a damper on that, but. I mean, at least we're able to still pull through and, and, and on top of gas prices too, um, right now they're projecting in, in my area to be less than a dollar as of next week for gas prices, which is crazy. It's a dollar 50 here. I'm in Huntington, West Virginia and it's, it's like a dollar 50, dollar 40 teeter shout back out, and forth. Shout yeah. out to West Virginia out there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I do customer service and they just sent us home to work from home. So. I didn't lose out on anything at all. Um, they actually gave us a pay increase and like uh, double double pay for overtime and un- offering unlimited overtime. So I'm blessed and very grateful for that, man. Like a lot of people I know work in like the restaurant industry and stuff, and they're all out of work. And my fiance, she's out of work too. She works at like a doctor's uh, a uh, eye doctor. She's okay. like a um, optometry technician. So they closed their their practice down. So she's out of work. So. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm just grateful to be working and um have that car payment put on hold right now, you know. It's helping yep. out a lot. Yeah, we were able to get uh her car um put on a three month uh post payment. So I think I would not have to pay anything till June and I'm actually good for the next month on my vehicle too. So we're doing okay on that and thankful that my wife has her new job at uh hospital food and uh, preparatory area because she's in the culinary arts and bakery and food. So, so thank God she has that job because she was working in retail and a bakery business and they're small time businesses and you know, that's non-essential services. So she would have been unemployed. So I, I thank for, thank the guy that she was able to have a job that she could still work regular because we're, we're still out and about like me, I'm, I'm less hours and then she's out and about more but my hours are cut, so I'm getting like almost fifty percent less pay each week. So, so we're really trying to damper on you know what we spend. But going yeah. back, going back real quick in the city of Milwaukee, um, just because this city was built on a, just a small fact that you know beer city and everything like that. Um, my <laughs> my saddest moment was when they shut down bars. I know that uh, <laughs> it's a non-essential business. But the bars in Milwaukee is a great social gathering where everybody just loves to come together, not to just get hammered all the time. It's really a social thing for anyone 21 and over. Um, as for teenagers, it's it's really different, you know, the malls and things like that. But on my perspective and my age range, um, you know, going to a bar just to social gather with someone or meeting someone new. Even I am a people person, which is a big plus for what I do too in the industry for uh, marketing. Um, just going to a bar and meeting someone uh, really pushes your networking skills and people skills into like, oh, I do this. Like, who can I connect with? So, so all that social networking stuff is like a plus for me just in this city too. 
And right. I love living here. I grew up. I grew up in the uh, the, the Milwaukee County area, and uh, been living here my whole life. So, so <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of me. That's awesome, man. So, um, what are the stores and everything look like there? It's probably ninety nine point nine percent same in other places too. I started because I went to the grocery store yesterday. Started slowly seeing more. Like not as less, but more some products, like more essential products, slowly starting to stay on shelves. But still, there's a lot of the I still can't wrap my mind around this why toilet paper has to be such a high demand essential. To <laughs> it's be everywhere leaders. too. I thought it was just here, but like come to find out it's everywhere. I don't understand. Like it makes no sense to me why toilet paper has to be gone so so much. Like wouldn't you rather like want you know like soups and meat and you know actually at in the state of wisconsin literally a week into the whole thing of state or, of, of like the stay-at-home orders yeah. i literally thought in this state liquor shelves would be flying right now no for two and a half weeks the liquor liquor supplies were still stocked because yeah. <laughs> i i literally thought that would be a thing but i was actually shocked but then i started noticing some liquor prices and beer prices in our state started slowly dropping like almost like five dollars cheaper which which was like oh my gosh this is great but but as of right now because yesterday i went to the grocery store there's little things so like there's more kleenex there's a little bit more toilet paper still standing around on the shelves um i'm always i'm always seeing hand sanitizer still gone and things like that but luckily my production job we we have sanitizer so we're doing okay with that Right. Um, <laughs> that's how it's looking here. What about yeah. in West Virginia? It's not like the same thing. On um, it's the last time I went was like less than a week ago. It looked like um, it was almost back to normal. Like the canned goods were still kind of, kind of dry, and like there was some bare shelves here and there. For some reason, it's like frozen pizzas are gone. Uh, you know, the little frozen meals are gone and, and everything. But it looked, I was able to get everything I needed the last trip. But when this first broke out, um, we went we went to the store. The very, like, um, there wasn't even a case in West Virginia yet. And uh, right. we were like, we, we better go, you know, to the store. Everybody's going to the store. And the CDC's, you know, recommending that we, we stock up for two weeks. Oh, so yeah. we went out and uh, people were like panic buying toilet paper. This was before it was all gone. There was like people with carts and carts of it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And um, so we got what we needed. And then probably two weeks after that, I had to go back out um, because I got a newborn baby. And uh, we had to go get some, you know, diapers, wipes, formula, that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, this second time when I went out, man, it was like everything was gone. All the food was gone. There was no meat in the entire store of Walmart. There was Holy not shit. one entire. There was not one piece of meat in the entire store. Holy All shit. the rice was gone. All the canned goods were gone. Um, everything was gone, and I was freaking out, man. That was like the worst anxiety and oh, panic man. I've had during this this whole thing. Um, it really, wow. really, really put me in a bad space mentally, and. Uh, Got me, you know, worried about food shortages and, mm-hmm. and just all this other crap that comes along with pandemics. And uh, oh no, I mean, I mean, I, I, I understand what the government is choosing to do, but if they had a grasp on this a little bit stronger four weeks in advance, where they, where they say, oh, it's going to get worse before it gets better, or mm-hmm. it's going to get easier. I'm like, 
okay, so why don't you put stronger actions in place? I'm just looking, this is, you know, not quoting me, but like we've had 3,300 confirmed cases in our state and over 140 deaths already. That is superior low compared to other hotspots. But like when you look at it compared to like how many people are in the city or in the state alone, that's not even close to 2% which don't, please don't call me on that America, please don't. But I'm just looking at it on an aspect, like, you know, just follow the simple orders, wash your damn hands, you know, have sanitizer, wear a mask if you can, or, you know, are wanting to do, but the stay at home order basically saying, you know, don't get in contact with people, stay six feet away. You know, I'm not literally scared about it because I need to work, work, gets you money money gets you to have essential items because mm-hmm. the more you focus on the fear of it which don't quote me again me, the media does try to put a scare on it oh yeah they're pumping fear hard yeah i i don't want people to fear this i well i'm not I like i'm not an influencer but like don't fear it focus on your life focus on what's more important for you you know you got older family that is at a higher risk and see like me, I have asthma and allergies too. So I am slightly at a higher risk, but you know, I'm staying active. I'm, you know, trying to eat healthy, doing physical activities to stay in shape, you know, just a simple walk, not always walking around, but like, you know, lifting boxes at my production job or, you know, staying in motion rather than sitting at home, binge eating and gaining like five pounds every day. (laughs) That's me, man. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it's you know, been crazy, man. Just with those small details, you know. Please don't, you know, comment on me like that, please. But, but like, I'm just, I'm just, we're, we're, t- we're telling the truth. Like, you know, focus on your lifestyles. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I just, but yeah, I just man, hope like, it does good by you too, because this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, so far, so good. We're, we're, uh, we can make it. You know what I mean? Like, we're. There's a lot of people in worse spots than me, and I'm very, very grateful. Like, um, you know, we still have our house. We still have our utilities. We still have running oh, water, yeah. electricity. We have each other. You know what I mean? Like, I hear we're you. fine. Um, we're fine and grateful. But, yeah, I'm, I'm worried. I'm concerned about my mother. I'm sure a lot of people, you know, around our age. Um, I'm 37. So a lot of people, you know, between my age and your age are probably concerned about their parents. Um, but, yeah, man, like, uh, then I... So back to the story about the store, I'll go sure. and it puts me in a complete 100% like apocalypse mindset. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the end of the world. All the fucking food's gone. The trucks are going to stop running. We're fucked. We're going to die. People are going to come raiding our house and like just freaking the fuck out. And like, so we, you know, calm down, make it through, take some deep breaths or whatever. Mm-hmm. A few days later, well, about a week later, I go back out to the store and this time everything's decent. Like everything's looking good, the shelves are stocked, so that kind of put me at ease. So I'm like, man, this is this is insane. So um, as of now, the stores look pretty good. Like you said, there's no like Lysol or disinfectant wipes or anything like that. But other than that, there's plenty of food, plenty of produce, pr- plenty of of everything we need. People aren't being so crazy right now and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, I wasn't really well trying to plan on talking about this too much because you know it, it scares people, but. I look at it as a positive way of, you know, don't fear from it from my, mm-hmm. from my perspective. Cause you know, thank, like I said earlier, be thankful that you do have a job that is essential that, you know, thank, 
thank your choice, you know, choices in advance that, you know, you were able to keep a job like this, you know, and then for everyone that had to p- apply for unemployment, you know, I, I, I think about that too. Like, you know, what, what were my choices before that? Or what, what would have been my choices if this whole thing would have went way worse than way it is right now, you know? So <laughs> right there with you. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys both have your income still and everything. Yeah. So that sounds like you guys are in a pretty good spot as well. Yeah. It's, it's a lot harder, harder because you know, I'm getting almost 50% less than what I normally bring in. Because yeah. if, if I was working like 60 hours a week, you know, right. that would, that's like, you know, like one week's worth, like, um, you know, a mortgage. I, unfortunately we don't, we, we've been renting for almost two years now. Yeah. So like in my, in my mind, like, you know, one week's pay is like half of a mortgage payment in one month. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and then I'm paid weekly and my wife's paid biweekly. So with her being paid biweekly and me weekly, it's like, you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, we have something good. And then the next week, like, oh man, this is crap. But you know, we have, yeah. I have, I have, we have to do what we do. And, you know, when bills come around and, you know, we can't, you know, pay what we can pay, you know, then we have to think like, okay, you know, but like what you want to do, you know, oh, I want to get a, uh, you know, like a new office chair. Uh, actually, that's what I really do need pretty soon. Um, right. And I'm going to be redoing my office area where I can do, you know, more production style in my office. You know, that's not essential. So I can't right. really think about that right now. So there was a point in me where I was going to like, you know, break, break my barrier and like, well, I just want to get it just because, well, I just can't just because, because then that's going to put me in financial stress. And, you know, I yeah. can't do that. I, I did that once uh, as a teenager. I don't know. I think like 19 or 20, I think it was. But, you know, I learned from those mistakes, you know, because we're, right we're, we're humans, we're life. We, we adapt, grow, learn, and, you know, you can't just be stuck on one thing. You got to be able to ch- make changes. Right on. Maybe if you and your wife get that uh, stimulus check, you can buy that new chair, man. I wouldn't do that. I would actually be more, <laughs> you know how that, you know how something, you know, sometimes, you know, the wife tries to, you know, like, oh yeah, it's more me, you know, like, okay, what about me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, no, I, I think of it as both ways. It's, it's, it's a two way street or no, like not one way. It's like two way goes both ways. So, um, I always think about my wife first before my actions and then things that I buy. Cause <laughs> she's experienced. Cause when I was, a DJ DJ. She uh she would always hate me for buying new equipment and I would always buy something that's like two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars worth and like, is that essential? I'm like, no, but I like it. <laughs> so so I uh I really listen to her more because in marriage and that's one thing, you know, I'm not gonna get religious to here, but you know, y- your wife is number one. You have to let oh, her absolutely. know everything. Cause, you know, that <laughs> I, I I'm I'm a man of wanting to that I always got married in church. That was my number one goal ever since I, before I met her and just having the simple rules of marriage life. That's always what I wanted because the values are greater than choices. Values in marriage are greater than choices that we do when we were single. Cause now that we're married now we're like, Oh my gosh, we could do this together. We do this. Like now we do this. Like for me, uh, when we went to our honeymoon, holy crap, holy crap, that was the greatest time. Um, I started a second YouTube channel and I called it Skibs and Misses because it was short for my my last name. Um, 
started a YouTube channel and we just did a daily vlog of our whole honeymoon. And it was the coolest and funnest thing because we were so engaged on doing things together. We just wanted to share our you know stories and we're so hooked on Disney now that we want to start producing more content. You know, she wants to, she wants to start a cupcake business and she wants to start a boozy cupcake business. And I'm like, well, I want to, you know, make content and be like on the YouTube thing and do voiceovers. Like, like we have something here. This is like a lifestyle that, you know, we can do and have fun with, you know, but then at the same time we were, we, were, we still debate about starting a family too. So like, you know, we're trying to choose our values over other, other, other choices. So, so yeah, <laughs> I will tell you this, man. It is hard having kids and trying to be creative. It really is like any kind of consistency on my podcast has gone out the window since my second daughter has been born. Um, oh, you have two kids. Congratulations. Just, I have three, man. I oh, have you a have son. Three. I have a, my son is 17, about to be 18 in July. Oh, and then cool. my my daughter's uh, three and I have a newborn. Oh, as long as they haven't found TikTok yet, right? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. So, uh, no. but yeah, it's just, it's crazy trying to, I love it. I love being a dad. It's, it's my purpose in life, but trying to be creative, it doesn't always work out because, you know, I can't always find the time to, to come back here. I think I might even rescheduled on you, didn't I? Since uh, my daughter was born early. Yeah. Something it was, like that. Um, in December, I remember I was yeah. going to connect with you and you started a new system on your website for uh, the Beware of Strangers podcast. And I was going to like reschedule it because I was getting excited. But at the same time, I was getting busy and busier with the style as who I am as a content creator for uh, Edge Media and started to figure out, you know, styles and planning and preparation and just trying to be with the boss, too, at the same time when she's doing sales marketing. It's it's kind of like, uh, you know, like it's a three way street is like, do I go this way, this way or that way? And it, right. and it gets it gets difficult on that end for me. So. Right but on. we we still think about kids. We, you know, we're thinking about it, but like I think we're still focused on pursuing our dreams, you know. Right. Right. If it happens, it happens. I hear that 100% of the time from family and friends. If it happens, yeah. it happens because once you have your first kid, you know, it's all focus 100% or I should Absolutely. shouldn't say 100%. I should probably say 180%, Most, 200%. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. so I understand, you know, cuz then with podcasting now in my perspective it can be a stress reliever a hundred percent i can believe uh yeah we have a kid it can be cause... stressful too though it can induce stress as well I've, yeah. I've noticed that like um i don't know i if i put too much pressure on myself like i have to absolutely 100 percent put out an episode every week that's when i do not put out an episode every week oh. so. i hear you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so speaking of all that, um, I always ask uh, my guests, do you have any plugs or, or anything like that to, that you want to throw out before this is over? Uh, sure. Uh, normally I have a, a LinkedIn. I actually started uh, playing around with this. Uh, my LinkedIn tree is uh, forward slash skibs92, S-K-I-B-S. All my social media content's right there. Um, my YouTube channel, 28TSDJ pretty cool youtube channel name right there i didn't realize after a while um my channel will be converting from mobile djing into podcasting and tech talk and video talk pretty soon so there's gonna be a huge turnaround like a, a new chapter of the story for that instagram i'm on there part of the time twitter not as much and then uh, me and my wife skibs and mrs channel it's almost like the Miz and mrs 
and we're like, oh, let's let's do a spin on it. Let's do skibs and misses. So, um, and then of course, Edge Media Marketing, where we produce, distribute, and market podcasts. Not only that, but like websites, uh, video production, which is my expertise, website design and graphic design. So, all that plugging is at my LinkedIn tree forward slash skibs ninety two. All right, nice. And if you want to find us on social media, um, you can find us on Instagram at Beware of Strange, on Twitter at Beware of Strange. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, uh, you can go to BewareOfStrangers.com, click the link that says Be a Guest, and we'll get you on the show. Um, I'm doing this thing now where I read one review off of my Apple podcast, like the review of the week or whatever. Um, This week we have Breaker Podcast. I call him Gary Strange. Gary has created a social experiment of sorts combing the internet for complete strangers to talk to some live ordinary lives you would think then bam they have some unique talent or quality about them great show i think i'll request to be on his show keep it up stranger thank you very much for breaker podcast for reviewing that if you would like for me to read your review on the podcast please leave us a review on apple podcast and then um, normally before i end the show i always just ask my guests what is your race religion and sexual orientation uh i am a white male and uh (laughs) my religion i really don't focus on that too much because i'm so busy in life um right i think sorry that this part is so long here it's okay Um, i think i'm christian to be honest but i wouldn't put that in there because i really don't know (laughs) okay if you go to church every sunday we'll say that there you go okay gotcha (laughs) And then sexual orientation. You said you had a wife, correct? Yeah, married, happy. Okay, okay. So you would just be straight then, or yeah. Oh yeah, straight. Oh okay, okay, gotcha. I mean, you never know, man. It's 2020. People could be married and happy and not straight. So just had to clear that up. Oh, that's all good. But yeah, man. Is there anything else that you want to get off your chest or throw out there before we end this? We're we're running out of time here. Uh, not too much. Obviously, with the pandemic, you know, don't be afraid to wash your hands yeah your hands yeah don't be don't be afraid of this too much it will pass um even though that summertime's coming around and everything is majorly delayed oh man especially in milwaukee or our summer fest festival the world's largest music festival in milwaukee i am i am so sad that uh that got pushed back to september of this year so literally it feels like 2020 is on postponement delay canceled effect absolutely but yeah just wash your hands stay safe watch who you come in contact with you know and 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 just be sure you stay connected stay connected through social media with everybody you know facebook video chats um you know phone call chats you know call up your parents call up uh your um family members that are elderly um, and stay connected with friends too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good advice, man. Hey, I really appreciate you uh, being on the show, man. And, uh, you have a good day. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Gary. Uh, love I actually like the show. I'm going to listen to it a whole lot more for you. Thanks man. Thanks man. I got a bunch of new episodes coming out, so I'll try to get this one up soon, but yeah, man, I really appreciate that. And, uh, I'll talk to you here in a second, man. All right, cool. See ya.